0: because this is just a great transition time.
1: So the big question is, what are top agents doing to absolutely crush it in real estate? To get the answers, we interview the top real estate agents to learn their secrets to success. If you would like one-on-one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. My name is Andrew Dunn. And my name is Peter Michael. Welcome to Lead Agent Secrets. One of the things that um, I think has been an overriding kind of or an overarching theme with you just talking about marketing and everything you do for your clients is you've obviously got a fucking strong work ethic since the day you got into the business at 25, you were obviously working those 18-hour days like uh, we have two and that's part of the grind, which is your second secret to success, is having a phenomenal work ethic, which I think we can all agree with, but unpack you know, expand on that a little bit more. Of course, why that's your second secret to success.
0: Um, I just, I, the thing is, is that we, we pulled those statistics for the um, local area here yesterday. And I don't know, I think that there's like 3,500 agents in our MLS system. Of those, less, well, 44% only sold one place last year. And 53% sold three or less. Like over half of my market has not done anything. Who wants to work with the agent that has not sold multiple properties in this changing market and can like help them navigate through that. And I sent that out to my team and we have um, an agent that's transitioning from commercial. She was um, working um, on the East Coast For big government company, and she's like, "Oh, that's great! Like, that's not very motivating for me." And I said, "It's nothing. Like, nobody ever has come on our team and sold one or three houses because if you have work, if you put in the time, like this, that's the wonderful thing about real estate. If you put in the time, you might spin your wheels a little bit. You might do some stuff that wasn't worth your time, but you you figure it out." You um, and especially if you develop systems for how you're going to go about your day, how you're going to do things, you make lists, you um, understand the difference between what a project is and what a list is so that you can really break things down and get through your day. If you do, if you follow those steps and you you don't have the luxury when you first get into the business of deciding when you're going to work now, as time goes on. Yeah, you can set hours and you can like your kids, your kids have an event or you have something coming up or you want to go on vacation. Sure, that's fine. You set expectations with your clients, but you put in the time when those things aren't going on. Like if it's slow, then you work harder, you know, and that's maybe one of my bigger problems is I stress out if it gets slow and I'm, you know, working even more. And then I'm stressed when it's busy because I don't want anything to fall through the cracks. So, I mean, I've gotten better through the years, but cause I understand like, okay, this is just cyclical, you know, everything turns around. And as long as you're, you know, continuing to work at it and stay on top of your game, um, there's, yeah. you know, there's no end in sight to your potential. If you put in what you want to get back out of it.
1: Yeah. Also, it's putting in when you said, Usually times don't become that slow if you put in consistent effort either. Like what you're classing is slow, I imagine every other agent is classing is fucking busy. And what you're classing is fucking busy, most people have never seen that much business. <laughs> so
0: I know, it's it's a it's a bit of perspective, but especially right now. I mean, like, because of how crazy things have been, and then now returning to like, I mean, real estate's a changing market. It just is. So when People get stressed out hearing like the market shifting. You shouldn't because it always, it always shifts, you know, things always change. And it it does feel a lot different because of the extreme that we've gone through the last couple of years. So thankfully I have my understanding of how things go enough and I'm very comfortable with knowing, okay, this is perfect. This is the time to redevelop the systems and like, let's see what kind of marketing we want to change to because this is just a great transition time.
1: I've got a question for you just straight (laughs) off. Like I want it quick fire, just intuitively here we go. So obviously now technically in a recession, do you think this is an exciting time or a nerve wracking time for you in the real estate business?
0: I'm, I'm more on the exciting time. I really am. It's (laughs) not nerve wracking. I'm not like, I am definitely not afraid of this market whatsoever It really is just more of a normal market. And it really is like, I feel like I have the opportunity to serve my clients better by figuring out okay, I think every minimum one to two years, you have to look at your systems and say, okay, what do we need to do better? What changes have there been in technology that we can offer? a better experience to our clients. And really that's what I mean, we had a big team meeting this morning on figuring some of those things out. So no, I'm super excited about the current market.
1: I thought you would be. It's just something that's interesting with the top agents. They're like recession, they're like brilliant. Few reasons, one, All the crap agents are getting out of the market. So the one or two or three deals that they were doing, they're now coming to the top teams, which I'm one of. So it's like, I'm now going to get more business for doing the exact same amount of work that I was doing just because they've all left the market. Two, there's going to be less people having a shitty experience. So therefore, I can serve people at a higher level. And three, like I'm just going to make a shitload more money. And then I'm in the business of making money. So it's a good time. (laughs) (laughs) like no one i I thought you would say that but it's it's just interesting perspective between like good just to be frank it's between good and bad agents like if you're an agent out there and you're worried like everything's gonna go a shit it's probably because you're not that great of an agent these times of turmoil are actually the greatest opportunities and the transfers are wealth are massive same thing that happened at the very start of the pandemic even in the first couple of months all the part-time not serious agents just stopped and all the serious (laughs) agents didn't change anything. And then they went, We've got loads more business. And then they just scaled for two years of like unprecedented growth. And everyone else was going, Oh, it's been such a hard two years. And I'm like, No.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: to everyone you, every circle I run in, it's been the best two years of almost everyone's career. Right. Like, unprecedented growth in their life has been amazing. So now we've got the recession on top of this. It's gonna be interesting because I think I'm not sure what your opinion is, but I think a lot of people now want to like at least try and maintain the growth they had. Because if it's in a down market but they can maintain the huge hikes that they've had in the last two years, when the recession's over, the same effort that's allowed them for let's call it maintenance, which is actually just upkeep, should allow that exponential kickoff again when it's kind of out of the recession. I'm not sure what the, that's kind of your mindset around it, but a lot of others are kind of like, we want to keep the growth we've got in this downtime, which may mean we have to work a bit harder.
0: Right, it's just working differently, you know? And, and, it-
2: and the, the, the thing is, I'm not surprised by your answer either, because you didn't bring in the corporate mindset and mentality into an entrepreneur slash business owner type of business. So, a lot of people, the reason why they sell one, two, or three or less homes is because they're expecting that somebody's gonna hold them accountable, that they're gonna show up at a certain time. they They expect for things to look or feel fairly the same, right? And we both know that any given day in real estate, you could have your day plan be totally, you know empty or you're like, "Oh, I'm gonna take it a little bit easier today." And then all of a sudden, You're dealing with 50 million buyers Mm -hmm. out of nowhere because uh, your buyers decided to change the lender five days into transactions or fuck it, whatever. There's a million and a half reasons that we can probably think of, right? Right. So then you're expecting them to be proactive and respond instead of be reactive, shut down, and then just can't deal with the heat in the kitchen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But it's sexy
2: to go get a ten thousand, fifteen thousand dollar commission check, right? <laughs> Apparently, all real estate agents are all overpaid. Right.
1: <laughs> hey, I just wanted to jump in here and let you know if you would like access to over twenty six of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business, then head over to eliteagentsecrets slash partner, or you can just click the link in the description below. Now back to the show. To be fair. I will, I've i said this and I'll hold my fire to this and people will get upset. I don't give a fuck. But it's like, I think real estate has the largest number of stupid millionaires. That's just my opinion. Like, it's like, I know some, and they are like the incredible wealth and it's like, you ain't a genius. You're just good at your job and you've stuck at it long enough and you are like very wealthy from the world of like being an agent. And I, to be clear, I think that's a fucking great thing. Like it's the fact that the, you can get in and just work your ass off and become a millionaire in real estate is the single greatest reason that I love that, like the industry. I think it's the same reason most people love it. It's like, there is no barrier to entry, like, which has its downsides, but the upside is like, you can come from nothing and make all the wealth you want. (laughs) And it's like, and then you invest in real estate and it's just such an amazing niche in its entirety. And I think, I, I mean, I'm not sure if I speak for everyone, but it's like, I think that's why we all love it. It's like, there's a lot of money and you don't need any, you just need hard work. You know, a bit okay. of determination, great hard work.
0: But most people won't do it. No. I mean, okay. and, and no. It's, it's a reason why, I mean, top producers have no problem sharing their knowledge. Most, Most are not fearful of anybody duplicating what they're doing in their market. And part of that is, I mean, it is, I do love, like, talking to other agents about it and learning from their experiences, but also 99% of the people will be super excited about what you say and do nothing with that information.
2: That is so true. (laughs) You
0: could could put together this roadmap. I was part of the, this Berkshire Hathaway um, panel for that. They were putting together like, okay, we're putting together this website that, you can go here and there's instructions on you do this and then you do this and then you do this. And I told them like, it, okay, this is great. It's a great roadmap. This lots of great content and knowledge for people, but you need to develop a system that does it all for them. Like yeah. a system that their listing goes in and then you push this button and it gets photos scheduled and this button and the, you know, the flyers get made and then, this one goes to all of the social media. Like it needs to be able to do all of that. And the company that's able to be able to put a system together that does all of those aspects of someone's business for them, as opposed to little. I mean, no, they don't want to go here and then go here and then have to figure this out. It, it needs to be more all inclusive. Of-
2: yeah. But at what point do you stop babysitting and handholding and just tell people to just get it fucking done? Right, like we we go back and forth in this even on our own team. It's like at what point are we in a way handicapping? Because the the doers are going to do it, right? Yeah. The people that want to be successful, they're right. going to be successful, and that's why Andrew says there's so many dumb millionaires is because they were just like so determined to, to do, do it. it that they did it. So they didn't need that extra handholding because they're like, okay, cool, I fucked up here. Let me do this instead, right? right. Now, if we can, uh, what, what is that saying? It's like, learn from your mistakes, you become smart. Learn from somebody else's, you become wise.
3: Yeah, that's right. one that I say all the time. They that's know, a big that yeah.
2: shit all the time. He's yeah, like, people <laughs>
3: always out. Yeah, but grit will always outperform intellect, almost like in most cases, yeah. right? Like, that's just the way that it is. Is If you're a gritty and you wake up, you can be the smartest fuck on the planet, but you're scared to take action. Like all these things that... Potentially, quote unquote, smart people are is they have this self limiting belief or they want to live in this box. And then you have a guy that's just a fucking honey badger. It's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to wake up and door knock every day and I'm going to do this. And I'm going to like, and that hey. person does that for 13 hours. You know what I mean? Like, it's the grit that's going to get you there. And that's the grit. And that's what I'm being a real estate coach. Like, I'm, I told a guy some of the t shirts that I'm getting made and I'm like, I'm ruthless. Like, I'm absolutely ruthless. Like, my t shirt's going to say, like, your mom called me to sell her house, like stop getting on your mom's basement. So like when I do on my social media, like, but top producers are going to love it. Like she's smiling right. because she gets it, but I'm not looking to connect with the people that aren't selling. Like one of my t-shirts says Ferrari or Lambo, who cares? You can't afford either, but I can like, so it's just going to be like, <laughs> it's going to be rude. Like I have 40 yeah. and I just belted them out. And so it's, I get it. Like people don't do it. So when you coach agents, which I do. And I just want well, these guys know. I go off on a tangent almost every podcast. I think I'm just here for comedic relief and to lose it on the audience. <laughs> I think my only purpose here.
1: I know, but the only reason we allow you to do it is because you sell over a thousand homes a year. So we give you a we give you some liberties.
0: <laughs> because yeah. you
1: actually you've spent over a decade in the industry growing a massive team, sold. Oh, billions in real estate uh, you come from a place where you you had nothing and you've grinded your face off to have it so you've been where they were the only difference between you and them is not I like actually it. fucking did something
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did yeah.
1: thanks for listening to this episode if you would like one on one access to over 26 of the top agents in the country to help you scale your business then head over to EliteAgentSecrets.com slash partner or you can just click the link in the description below